This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. It's a Thursday. That means we connect with Wendy Christine. She's a health coach and a wellness practitioner. She's from Integrated Health Solution. Good morning, Wendy. Good morning, Brad. Are we ready to talk about things that are going to make us our mouths water and make us list for something to eat? I think that's where we're going. Last week was all about the garlic. <laughs> Today it's all about the ginger. So um, uh, let's talk about ginger because we all know a remedy, you know, something for the throat, something for the voice, something for well-being, something in the pot, uh, particularly with food from sort of Southeast Asian style cooking. We all have a recipe. We all use it. Now I guess we can chat about how good it is for us. Yes, so ginger um, has very uh, many beneficial compounds um, and is good for our health and well-being on multiple levels. So, yeah, it's an interesting um, spice or herb. Um, it sort of falls into that category. It's part of the Zingiberacea or Zingiber family. True. Um, and it's actually a root, uh-huh. um, and that's the edible part. So it really does have many, many good and beneficial properties. So now you used a very fancy word there, the Watsakuta Zingiberaceae family. We, we know you're very clever. You make us sound very foolish. So now, um, so we know that it's the root part that's used, and there's a lot that you can do with it. Um, I, I like the flavor in, in uh, if it's sliced up almost uh, julienne, as they say, in sort of Asian cooking in a stir fry. I'm quite keen on that. But I don't like it if you put it in a in a tea or make a tea out of it with some lemon and honey that doesn't appeal to me. So one thing that's great about it is its versatility. It is extremely versatile, yes. So it can be used in teas, it can be used in foods, um, it can be used for multiple applications. So, you know, in teas and um, along with honey and um, lemon can be very beneficial for the sore throat that you mentioned earlier or mm. if you're just feeling under the weather and fluey. Um, the ginger is very beneficial there, and it's potent as well. Yeah. I think that can also, um, especially if it's in a tea, can also affect how a person enjoys it or not. So why is it so good for us? It has many beneficial properties. It, it is an, a natural anti-inflammatory. Um, it has antimicrobial properties, which means that it kills off microorganisms, so it acts a little bit like an antibiotic. Um, it has antioxidant properties, so it kills off, or doesn't kill off, but it gets rid of the cellular debris, and it helps for um, cell regeneration, which is really nice. We need that to prevent us from aging too quickly. Hmm. Um, it's great for nausea and for digestive assistance. Wow. And it often is used for blood sugar control as well, so you might see it in your blood sugar supplements, but even if you're just using it, um, in a tea or in your food, it helps to, to control your blood sugar nicely. And it, it keeps your cholesterol at a, a reasonable level. And then obviously it can be used for weight support and for hydration purposes. Wow. I mean, this one little root. Uh, the more we talk about these things, like we did yesterday or last week, I beg your pardon, with the, the garlic, just this idea. And there's so many more. And I hope we can pick these conversations up uh, as we go ahead. But these everyday things that are so incredibly powerful um mm-hmm. I, I love that the stuff's right there naturally available we don't have to uh, unless something is more serious and i'm sure you'll give us a last to think cle- more clearly on this but we don't always need to reach for something pharmaceutical there's there's something natural waiting for us to use absolutely and another thing is that this is so easy to grow as well um you know i i had a, a sprouting piece of ginger in my in my um fruit bowl yeah. last year and I thought, oh, I don't want to throw this away. So I stuck it in my garden 
and it produced the most lovely ginger this year. So, you know, it's not a difficult thing to grow. So we do have it readily available. We don't necessarily have to go and spend the thousands of rands on it because it has become quite expensive in the stores. But, you know, it is something that we can. You just need to be patient and wait for it to, to do its thing in the ground. Yeah, I would know. I, I have no idea what a ginger plant would look like. So even if there was one growing in my garden, I'd have absolutely no idea. I only know what it looks like under the ground. So this yeah, you don't actually know what it looks like. It just sprouts these leaves, and then you've kind of got to dig around the the, the bulb to see yeah. what's happening. <laughs> you can't see what's going on under the under the soil. Well, something you mentioned last week, which I think is applicable, seems applicable here, is you can also buy ginger chopped up already, which you could use in your cooking. Does that lead us to the same process of oxidization, or oxidation, better said, that you mentioned last week that happens to chopped up garlic that you buy pre-chopped? I think it, it's probably a slightly less, um, it, it would oxidize definitely. Um, I think there'd probably be slightly less of an oxidization process with um, ginger as there would be with garlic, mm. because garlic is a lot more sulfurous, but I would still prefer to use it fresh. It, whenever mm. you can use it fresh, or if it's powdered, dried, any of those in, in those um forms would yeah. be a better way to use it. Yeah, freshest is always best. Um, is there a possibility that somebody might be intolerant to ginger or even allergic to ginger? Absolutely. So as with anything, people can have a negative reaction and with all herbs and spices or natural medicines, um, overconsumption can be a problem, but you can also have an allergy or, a, or, a, or be intolerant to it. So how would you know? What are we looking for? What signs might be a giveaway that there's an intolerance? Well, people, if you consume ginger, you might experience heartburn or digestive discomfort. So the very thing that you're trying to treat, like the bloating and the, the heartburn and those kinds of things, could be aggravated by ginger. Um, you could have uh, flatulence, and it can also cause a burning sensation in the mouth. So when your mouth is tingling or burning um, after you've eaten ginger, then you know to avoid that. Well, it's pretty spicy anyway, so I'm guessing something that would linger longer than a normal ginger zing, right? Absolutely, yes, yeah. Okay, I'm quite liking this. This these conversations just make me feel uh, make me feel hungry. Um, so so let's talk about the best way to chop it up. Um, if we're going to be making a tea, for example, that you said is great for anti-inflammatory or anything like that, what's the best way to go about that? Yeah, so you can just chop your ginger fairly roughly. It doesn't have to be in tiny tiny pieces. It can be grated. So if you actually like the the, the ginger itself, you can grate it finely into some boiling water. And you can just drink it like that. Or if you just want to flavor the water, you chop it fairly roughly. You can leave the skin on and you can um, steep water over it. So you can either pour boiling water over it or you can put it in a pot and you can bring it to the boil. And you can leave it for 10 to 15 minutes. And at that stage, the water will have been infused with the flavor. And then you can just drink it like that. Yes, and this doesn't include ginger beer, people, the one that's got just an artificial <laughs> flavoring with 10 cups of sugar. That's not on the list here. <laughs> right, no, Wendy? not the same. But you can also use it to flavor kombucha, oh. which is another healthy way to get it in. So you, you add it to your kombucha at the last stage. So once you've actually taken your kombucha organism out of the, um, the, the brew that you've been making, you can add the ginger while you're allowing it to ferment for another few days. And it gives your kombucha a really nice ginger beery type flavor, oh, which is great. Never had kombucha. Always wonder, is how is it going to taste? Is it going to be worth it? So are, are, do you enjoy it? 
Um, I have had it before, and it is quite pleasant, but you, if you haven't had it for a long time or if it's the first time, you really need to start slowly because it can have some, some digestive consequences. Uh, yes. um, so it's not, Thanks not for the warning. You want to be gulping down by the glass wall if, if you're not used to it. Thanks for the warning. Um, yeah, let's be talking about ginger here. So uh, if, if there's an intolerance, does that mean even a ginger in a supplement form would be out of the question? Or is there a safe way to consume it to get the benefits of it, even if there's an intolerance? Or does that just mean, sorry, it's out of the question? Yeah, if there's an intolerance, it's generally out of the question in any form. Um, and you also need to be aware that ginger can interact negatively with some medications. So if you are on a, a, a lot of medication or if there's anything that you're concerned about, it is always a good idea to check and make sure that there aren't any interactions. So speak to your doctor or speak to a health professional and, and check that through. Yeah, best to get that checked out. Why not connect with Wendy Christine? She's a health coach and a wellness practitioner. She's at Integrated Health Solution. You'll find her in Durbanville. You just do a quick Google and you'll easily find it and you can go and check in with her and get all of your questions answered. Wendy Christine, thank you so very much. And we'll pick up this conversation staying with the herbs and spices. Uh, again next week and things we use in that it's in that kitchen drawer in that little plastic drawer in your fridge and you think it just makes your food taste good what happens if it's really good for you as well and what happens if it's possibly the thing causing some of the um, uh, some of the minor health concerns that you have you just didn't know wendy will answer that again for us next week thanks wendy we love hanging out with you thanks for today it's a pleasure brad have a great Thursday. bye this insert was brought to you by radio k pulpit 7 to 9 a.m Please visit kpulpit.co.za.